Hello, America, and welcome to Friday. Now, this is going to be controversial, but I believe Dave Rubin is an idiot savant, and I, I will explain in 60 seconds. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, by the way, read my new book, How to Keep Your Friends Really Close and Them Always Loving You. Uh, coming out soon. Here's, uh, here's CarShield is our sponsor. If you've been paying attention the last year or so, uh, car repairs, which were already expensive as it was, have absolutely shot through the roof. Things like the recent computer chip shortage have made sure that if your car's warranty is out, <laughs> good luck. If you have Car Shield and your warranty is out, you're going to be fine. Covered repairs with Car Shield are incredibly easy. They handle all the paperwork and expensive payments so you don't have to. That you could literally end up saving thousands of dollars. And with Car Shield, you get to pick your own mechanic and they do the rest. It's uh it's like you have your own personal team of auto repair problem solvers. Plans from CarShield provide coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental coverage, and trip reimbursement at no additional charge. CarShield has you covered. Go to carshield.com slash Beck and save 10% right now. It's carshield.com slash Beck. Deductible may apply. Dave Rubin. Uh, I believe, and Dave, help me out on this, I believe... I believe you may be an idiot savant, and here's why. You're a very smart man. Would you agree? First off, Glenn, I just appreciate the savant part. I didn't know where you were going with this. Uh, yeah, well, add I may be exaggerating on that on that half of it. Um, but would you, would you agree? You're a you're a relatively smart guy, at least. I mean, you're humble enough. Relatively, relatively, yeah. you know. Relatively, okay. And then you also will admit you still live in California. Idiot savant. See what I mean? What the hell are you you doing there still? That's how you want to start us off today. Well, Glenn, as you know, know, I have uh, moved my company, Locals.com, to Florida. I have a couple businesses. I am trying to tie some things up. That being said... Uh, the guy, the guy that you had on your show, I believe yesterday, Larry Elder, who is my friend and in yeah. many ways one of the, one of the key guys in my political awakening. He is running for governor, and I said from the beginning. I mean, two months after the pandemic started and the crazy lockdowns and the violence on the streets, I was saying that I wanted to at least stay and fight for a little bit. Then the then the the recall actually worked to the point that we're going to get this election. And I want to stay and fight for Larry. After that, I mean, I think then the rubber, the rubber, that's uh, a good fully met the that's a- Yeah, I mean, I want to help Larry. All I right. And I think if anyone can do it, it's him. I honestly believe that. And maybe there's no way. Maybe there's no chance. This this state. I'm is not deeply, giving. Deeply by the way, I'm not giving you savant savant. I'm not giving yeah. you that. Okay. Um, <laughs> does he does he really have a chance? Do you really think? Because he, I, when talking to him yesterday, I don't know if you heard the interview, but yeah, he was. He was remarkable, and I really actually felt something I haven't felt for a while, hope. Hope. It was a good feeling. Hope is a great feeling. Hope is the most important feeling, right? I mean, Shawshank Redemption, 
right? Like you've got to have hope. And, and I always, you know, like you, Glenn, I believe in the human spirit. I believe there's always a chance. Now let's just put aside for a second that California is a deeply corrupt state and they're trying to do more and more with mail-in ballots and all kinds of stuff. Let's just put all of the sort of granular stuff aside for a second. The truth Larry, aside, yeah, okay. Larry, Larry is the right guy to beat Gavin Newsom. Larry is born and bred here. He has an incredible personal story. He's a small L libertarian. Um, he He's really somebody that just wants the state to be open up. He'd like to lower some taxes, let people go about their lives. That really is the, the sum totality of it. On top of the fact that he's been fighting for these ideas on the radio and on YouTube and everywhere where he could for you know a couple decades at this point. And look, if he can get into one debate, if they can actually get it to where there's a debate with him and Gavin Newsom. I mean, this guy knows how to box. He knows how oh, to yeah, fight. Oh, yeah, he does. And, and by the way, people hate Gavin Newsom. It's not just, you know, there's a real framing that the Democrats are doing that's so happy. dangerous. It, yeah, they really do. But the Democrats are doing something so dangerous and dishonest. You may have seen this Elizabeth Warren ad that's flying all over the place right now. They're no. putting it over every, every YouTube video where they're in, implying that this is somehow a Republican recall, a far-right Republican Trump-related recall. It is completely not true. I've been to many of the rallies to open up Los Angeles, open up the state, and most of the people there, and I talk to everybody, everybody comes up to me, most of the people there, they're either Democrats who have been mugged by reality, meaning it's a Democrat governor that won't let them go to work, or they're completely apolitical people who maybe own a restaurant and they just want to live their lives. This is not a far-right recall. We're not taking advantage of the recall process. It really has nothing to do with Trump or anything else. This is people who want to live, and it's a year and a half later after two weeks to flatten the curve, and Gavin Newsom is obviously thinking about lockdowns again. I mean, that's we can see that bubbling up just in the last couple of days. All right, so let's put back into the pot here uh, the truth that California is wildly corrupt. He's got $30 million already in his bank's uh, bank account to be able to run this re-election uh, or this this fight uh, to keep his uh, gubernatorial ship. Um, and Larry maxes out at $9 million. He's not allowed yeah. to raise more than $9 million. Um, it, and And just the, that everyone in the media is in the bag for Gavin Newsom. Are they going to... Are are they goldfish? Are the people of California goldfish? In, do, in do, they certain, ha, do they have a long enough memory to to follow through on this now? In a certain regard, yes. Like they are goldfish, and they're just going to be picked off by Newsom and the media and everything else. But you know, one of the things I always talk about is how it's not just what the media talks about where they lie to us. That's the problem. It's what they don't talk about. So, for example, mm. Gavin Newsom right now is being recalled. California is the biggest state in the union. This is not being covered on CNN. This is not being covered in Washington Post or in the New York Times. They don't even cover it. So the average person doesn't even realize this is happening. It doesn't mean that the average person who lives in Jersey, you know, obviously they can't vote in a California reelection, but it shows spirit. It shows spirit that 1.7 million Californians signed this thing in the middle of a pandemic, which by the way, you couldn't do online. You had to physically sign something. And I signed it myself. You had to physically sign paper. And if literally, if your pen 
touched the line above or below, it was invalidated. So we know that that hundreds of thousands of signatures got invalidated, but we still got to about 1.7 signatures to get rid of this Amazing. guy. So look, the state the state is corrupt, and you're completely right about the money situation. Gavin basically has an unlimited war chest, and Larry is handicapped. But you know, in the last poll that I saw, Larry is at about 16%. There's about 41 candidates, I think, running against Gavin. Pretty much nobody else has above four. The Caitlyn Jenner thing is an absolute joke. She's actually in, in mm. Australia doing Big Brother right now. I don't know if you had heard about that. So that thing's no. a, fraud, a fraud. And I think what will happen is they will all coalesce around Larry. And then the moderates, you know, there, were, there used to be California conservatives, right? Ronald Reagan came from California. We had a recall election. We got Arnold Schwarzenegger. There are plenty of moderates. And if you take those people, you add some libertarians, you add some disaffected liberals, you add the Trump people, it's possible. It's possible. That's unbelievable. Okay, I want to talk about your new book and also the suspension that uh, uh, you were hit with on Twitter. We'll talk about that. Give me 60 seconds and we're back with uh, Dave Rubin. Summer break is coming to an end. And if that means back to school for your kids and grandkids, oh, you're lucky because they're going to get all kinds of anti-American books to read from school. It'll be great. Now, if you would like to have some truth, if you'd like to teach them what America really is about, true history, if you want to teach them why the free market is better, um, you, you really have to start burying this information deep into your kids early because they're going to feel pretty alone and they need to know the truth about all sides the truth about marxism the good things and the bad things can't think of any good things at this time uh no marxism has helped provide me with a very nice career thank you marxists it's been a delight fighting you um the tuttle twins books are out now the tuttle twins uh, are for little kids all the way up uh, but I urge you to buy them for your kids, and uh, and really, there's a lot of adults, and I don't mean this in a demeaning way. There's a lot of us that don't really have the arguments. We don't have the facts. Reading them to and with your kids are is very healthy for all of us. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get 35% off. They'll even throw in all their activity books for free. Buy them for your kids and your grandkids. Get them now. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 35% off today. 10 seconds station ID. Dave Rubin tweeted yesterday, they want federal vaccine mandates now for vaccines which are clearly not working as promised just weeks ago. People are getting and transmitting COVID despite the vaccine. Plus, now they're preparing us for booster shots. A sane society would take a pause, but we don't live in a sane society. Now, he was uh, he was banned from Twitter for violating the policy on spreading misleading and potentially harmful information related to COVID-19. Uh, Dave re- reacted to Twitter saying, yeah, they're lying. Can you take us through this? Yeah, well, first, Glenn, let me address the, the last two lines that I said there before we get into the nitty gritty of, of the facts. Uh, a sane society would take a pause. We do not live in a sane society. I purposely framed that tweet in a way to just say, hey, 
guys, there's a lot happening right now. Can we can we talk about some of this? Can we have an honest conversation about what's going on with the vaccines and why we're suddenly masking people with vaccines and everything else? So the idea that I was trying to be inflammatory here just on its face is, is sort of ridiculous. Um, to just back up for one other thing, I did subsequently delete the tweet because they give you, they tell you that if you delete it, you'll only be suspended for 12 hours. If you wanna fight the suspension, you could be suspended for an unlimited amount of time. And as you know, today's a big day for me because we're announcing my next book and I just felt that I, I had to do that. That being said, I have tweeted out the screenshots again and I wanna thank you guys and The Blaze because you just read the tweet right now on air and we know that Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary said that if you're banned on one site, you should be banned on all. Uh, so this is not without risk to you, too. And I, I know you're a guy who, who takes risks, so I appreciate that. As for the three points that I made in the tweet, well, they're all true. And by the way, I've just this morning tweeted out screenshots from USA Today, Washington Post and CNN confirming all of the things that I said so we can go through all of them. The vaccines are clearly not working as promised just weeks ago. Well, we all know that because Joe Biden a month ago said if you put on the ma uh, if you get the vaccine, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. Well, now they're telling us to have the vaccine and be masked. And there are all these studies popping up now that uh, they're not 95% effective. There's one study, I think, out of Israel right now where it's closer to 40% in some cases. So that's just true. And, and by the way, they always tell us, let's follow the science. So if the science has changed and we're realizing that they're not as effective, well then, okay, let's continue to follow the science. So that's number one. Uh, number two, people are getting and transmitting COVID despite vax. Okay, fine. Uh, plus, now they're prepping us for booster shots. Well, we know that. Pfizer's doing a study right now, and I, I think also in Israel they're doing a third shot already. Uh, and as far as the vaccine mandate, the federal vaccine mandate, Joe Biden said that himself yesterday. He said they're looking into mm -hmm. it yesterday. And again, don't take my word for any of this. I, I screenshot the, uh, the headlines from, from CNN, Washington Post, and USA Today. So are they getting bans from Twitter? So I no, think people get what's going on here. Uh, okay, so um, uh, glad to, to know that you are uh, back. I, I wish you wouldn't have deleted the tweet, but I completely understand the situation that you're in with a, with a new book that you are putting out because that will reach a lot more people than that stupid tweet, you know. Or and by the way, this is exactly what the do. book is about, right? Like, as you know, I mean, the, the book is about surviving and thriving in our woke dystopia. I'll let you I'll let you be the announcer of the book title, but that's the that's the subtitle of the book and that's the point that we now are subjected to the arbitrary whims of big tech, corporate media and really the Democratic Party. They've become one thing. Oh, and one other interesting piece on this, Glenn, I was actually live on Fox News with Judge Janine saying just that when the ban kicked in. So, you know, I'm not a I'm not a private investigator, but you think something might be going on here. So uh, uh, Dave Rubin wrote his last book was Don't Burn This Book. Uh, this one is Don't Burn This Country. And tell me about it. Yeah, well, look, I did not intend on writing a second book. I, I loved writing the first book. I really enjoyed it. And then the book came out last year in April in the middle of the pandemic, and the country was literally on fire. Uh, the country was on fire because there were riots all over the place. We were watching defunding the police, crime escalate, everything else. And I thought, wow, you know, in, in Don't Burn This Book, I laid out what my political beliefs are. Uh, we've discussed this many times, my, my classically liberal political beliefs that are, that are generally libertarian or sort of small C conservative, something like that. And then I thought, well, 
okay, I laid out my beliefs, but now we're still watching the country burn. And by the way, we're watching books burn because you know they're trying to ban all sorts of books. I know you've talked to Abigail Schreier about irreversible mm-hmm. damage when she talks about young girls transitioning. I mean, we know that they're it's crazy. You know, put, there's just an endless amount of stuff. These are not book burnings in a traditional sense, but they're digital book burnings of sorts. And I thought, well, that it makes as much. Don't, don't, I don't even want to address that. That is like the Fed saying, we're not printing money. We're digitizing yeah. money. We live in a digital world, man. And that Gosh. right there, Glenn, the way they play with language is is part of yes. what the book is about. So the point of, of the first book was to lay out what I believe and why I believe it. This book really is about the things that you can do in this technologically charged madness that we live in, in a time when the government is coming for everyone and everything, and in a time when speaking simple truths, as I did in that tweet that you just read, are suddenly extremely dangerous. I wanna give people the tools to not be afraid and not think that the government has to solve all of your problems. Well, in many cases, I mean, first, just a little bravery. I mean, I go into this quite extensively. A little bit of bravery, like there are too many people that just think that this thing will pass them by. Well, we're a year and a half off uh, two weeks to flatten the curve. And I'm pretty sure every single one of your viewers, Glenn, and probably you too, and, and probably Stu and everyone else, if we could all just go like this and snap and go back to say January 2020 before any of this, we'd all probably do it. Even some of the people that really hated Trump would probably do it. And what does that tell you? We had something so precious. And doesn't it feel like it's almost gone? Doesn't it feel like right now the American experiment is just being absolutely ripped away and there aren't enough people standing up for it? There are a couple, there are a couple, but there aren't enough. But, but the point is nobody's coming to save us. We have to save ourselves. People think, oh, there'll be some great political leader that will save me. No, no you, you're the no. answer. Yeah, I will tell tell you, Dave, that um, a I think you're right, but I don't think that people. Um, I think people have been trained to think it has to be something big, it has to be something national. No, it doesn't. Um, if if you don't stand up in your own business, if your boss comes to you and says you have to uh, take this anti-white course and you have to examine your own feelings and then step in front of everybody and say why you have privilege and all that bull crap. If you don't stand up against it, if you just go along, um, you've missed the opportunity. And I don't I don't uh, uh, you know, I don't expect everybody to do it alone. But if you have five percent of your company and I think it's more than that. But if you get get five percent of the people to say, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this and you base it on true american principles the bill of rights um i think you could make a huge difference but it requires all of us to do it well glenn that's why this is about the individual and that's why i believe in a bottom-up society you know for example right here in los angeles the sheriff has said he's not going to arrest anyone over this new mask mandate. He said it's anti-science and we're not gonna waste the resources. Okay, so the sheriff, he's just one man, but he did one thing. And what that then does is it empowers a small business owner who's been under assault from Gavin Newsom and Eric Garcetti, our mayor, for the last year and a half. It inspires them to say, you know what, maybe I will open my doors and let people make decisions for themselves and make a decision for myself. And then that inspires perhaps the parent 
who's at the, the school board meeting when they're putting critical race theory in to say, I will stand up. And then more and more people will stand up. That's the only way we get out of this. And I would also add one other thing to that, which is, as you know, I toured with Jordan Peterson. And one of the things that people would ask him all the time, young people would say, uh, you know, I'm in college right now. And if I tell my professor in a paper, let's mm. say, what I, what I really believe, if I go against what they're teaching us, really, you know, the propaganda that they're teaching us, I'm not gonna get the grade. And Jordan would say something that I think is, is exactly what we all need right now, which is that if you lie once, if you lie once for the grade, or you lie once because you think the mob won't come after you, or it's buying you some time or something like that, that will be the hardest time it is to lie. And then every time after that, it will be easier and easier and easier. And he would say that four years later, after you're out of college, you won't even remember the person who lied in the first place. And we're all sort of playing along with these lies. We know big tech is censoring us. We know the government is lying to us. We know it's fueled by corporate media, but we all keep playing. And I think perhaps if we, if we play a little less, maybe get off some of these big tech platforms. I mean, you know, I started locals.com. Just do something in your life to no longer participate in the lie. They call us the liars as as they promulgate the big lies. It's uh, it's quite apparent to me that they self-diagnose every time they yep. say that person is this. They're self-diagnosing. They see what's in them and project it. It's it's quite an amazing thing. Dave Rubin, the name of the book is Don't Burn This Country. Uh, you can order it now at Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. Dave, thank you very much. Have a good month. We'll talk to you in a month. See you in September, my friend. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So if you're thinking about barbecuing, uh, I've gone from uh, Texas, which was about 180 and 150% humidity, um, right to uh, St. George, Utah, where it's about 380 degrees, uh, but no humidity. So... You know, as you burst into flames, just remember, it's a dry heat. Anyway, um, the last thing I want to do is be out in front of a grill. And I don't have to be because I have a Rectech. May I suggest you look at Rectech? Um, honestly, when I was, you know, anytime I would ever try to grill something, I'd burn it. Uh, it was it was it was a problem. It was a problem. Uh, so I don't know how much charcoal I've had, um, but I've had a lot of it. Now I don't because I have smart grill technology from Rectech, which allows me to actually stay in the house and not look at it as it burst into flames. It tells me and monitors the temperature, makes sure everything is cooked exactly right, tells me when it's done. And I just go out and get it. It's fantastic. Check them out now. Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You can save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV and get the Dave Rubin Show every day. Welcome to Friday. Uh, today, I am uh, broadcasting from Fox News 1450 KZNU. Um, and I want to thank them for their hospitality and all the guys working uh, that got here hmm, oh, about four o'clock this morning. Uh, you know, not the usual time to roll into the office. Uh, I, I appreciate everybody here at the uh, station who have been helping us. I'm here in St. George, Utah today uh, because this afternoon I'm doing a big uh, doing a big fundraiser and luncheon, a part of the Rise Up campaign today. July 30th is the World Day Against Trafficking. 
and uh, OUR last year, uh, Operation Underground Railroad, um, they asked people to rise up for children. And there were about 100, I think 150 different locations around the country that were rising up with them and standing in solidarity and bringing friends and saying, hey, this is something really important. Um, come stand with me. Uh, and so they're doing it again this year uh, in St. George. I, the two I'm at is St. George. And then tonight in Salt Lake City, I'll be there with uh, uh, Tim Ballard and Lewis Howes and a lot of really great people who are going to be standing up. Last year at Thanksgiving Point, uh, I think there were like 4,000 people that were standing Um it's, it's supposed to rain a little today. I don't know if that's going to affect people, but I doubt it. Um, but I'll be there. And it's it's really nice to be in a crowd of people that are committing to do to do something really good. I mean, you want to talk about people who are doing this are are Oscar Schindler. You are an Oscar Schindler. You are a. Uh, uh, a Ben Franklin or a John Quincy Adams. You are the people who are leading the way uh, out of this out of this darkness. So join us. Also, you can make a donation to O U R OurRescue dot org. Just go to OurRescue dot org and make a donation. They're going to be matched up to a hundred thousand uh, dollars today if you donate today. So if you want to help. Uh, and if you're anywhere in the area, tickets are still available. Uh, and please join us tonight. I brought some stuff with me to tell a couple of stories. And uh, I told uh, I told uh, Tim Ballard today uh, we were flying in here at four o'clock in the morning. And, and I said, oh, I, I brought some stuff. And he's like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. You brought that. And uh, so I'm going to be sharing it tonight. Make sure you, you come out um, and rise up. Mm. Yeah, that's it's great. I mean, and OUR does so many great things. Uh, they do, for example, helping people around the, the world. We know they do that. They also provide distractions for people who might be nervous about particular things they're doing. Like they can focus on you, the charity. This is three days in a row. Three days in a row. I am never telling you anything ever again. (laughs) It started on Wednesday with me saying, you know, Stu, I never get nervous. Off the air. Mm -hmm. I never get nervous. Right. You know, the the art show is coming up this weekend, and I could vomit right now. I'm so nervous. I feel like I'm a 16-year-old kid going to my first job interview. Mm -hmm. And for three days, but I will rise again on the third. That's today, Stu. Well, I would say, what else would a friend do but check in on another friend and make sure that he's Uh doing okay in his time Uh of real internal Uh turmoil about, you know, because what's going to happen to you, Glenn, if this thing flops? You're going to be, if this is a disaster, nobody shows up, nobody likes the art, people spit on the art because they think it's just I don't hack think work. Like it's just the work of, a, of work. an incompetent hack. Like that could easily happen, probably will. And I'm concerned that what uh, might happen to you afterwards. Wait a minute, it probably will. People will be spitting on the artwork tomorrow. <laughs> it's a good chance. This is not helping. Ninety percent, eighty percent, something like that. And I'm concerned about your well-being <laughs> in in that case. Yeah. Well. I'm looking forward to meeting whoever comes uh, tomorrow up in uh, Park City at the Park City Fine Art 
Um, uh, last night we had a um, a preview of the show, uh, and some of the the people who frequent the gallery were invited, and a third of the art sold. I mean that's that's unheard mm. of. So uh, what you're saying is, tell me, two thirds remains unsold. That wow, is that. the way I did look at it when they told me. <laughs> I will tell you that. Okay, well. Is that good? Because I don't really know. But anyway, um, they were probably lying to me. It's it is bad, isn't it, Stu? It's I look. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's good in certain things. You know, like ma- like a major just... league hitter hitting one out of three would be good. But uh, you know, this yeah. isn't exactly that. So yeah. I guess I what I would say is you should prepare yourself f- to be let down. And I know. That one of the hardest things about this is it wasn't just some flippant thing you're doing. You poured your heart and your soul into these paintings. I know how how hard you worked on them. And it really yeah. is a representation of everything you've ever tried so to do. So if it were to be rejected, it would be as if it was re- rejecting your entire existence. Everything you've stood for your entire life. I think that's an overstatement, the, but it is the, a rejection of at least the last year of my life while I've been doing it. I think I, it's more central. Your, the, your life experience <laughs> led okay, to those shut paintings. Up. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. By the way, when is Hunter Biden doing his thing? It's because, it, by the way, if you buy any of my art, you don't meet the president. And I think that is something that you can hang your hat on and go, yeah, I bought this and I didn't have to meet that guy. Can you guarantee that, Glenn? Is that part of the... I can guarantee it. Okay, I now I think these paintings it. are I will sell. not introduce you, not only to the president, I won't introduce you to my father. <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah, that would be, at this point, would yeah. be a little weird. Yeah, uh, but hey, uh, who's by the way uh, been sprinkled over the uh, third hole of the Seattle uh, golf course? So that's where my dad is. If you just play through, just think of him. Just think of him. All right. Anyway, it's wonderful, wonderful. It was probably not. Uh, it was probably best not to ask permission. Uh, you know to do that people don't like ashes being spread on their property. I've noticed this yeah. is, a, is a theme. I've heard this from yeah. many people over the years. I didn't understand why he wanted that. You mean, so, Dad, for the rest of, you know, uh, history, people with spiky shoes will be walking all over you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what that means, but that's what he wanted. So And swearing that they just missed shots over, uh, you know, yeah. at your grave. Yeah. Cheating. Um, you know, actually, that's why he wanted to be buried there. Uh, or yeah, wanted, not buried there, but... Uh, Sprinkle there, which he we didn't do. Of course, we didn't do that. I'm no. just making that up. But the reason why he wanted that was because he. This is you know, in like 1930, he was a little kid and he was uh, he was going after golf balls, and uh, he would hide in the woods and somebody would shoot and he would go out and he'd steal the golf ball, and he would uh, run back into the woods and then he would sell those golf balls back to the clubhouse. Hey, I just found all these golf balls and uh, sell them back. So a guy at that hole caught him and uh, said, what are you doing, little dude? And yeah, I don't know what my dad said, but he, you know, obviously was like, oh, not definitely not stealing golf balls. (laughs) Uh, And the guy said, you work for me for the rest of the summer. You're going to be my caddy. And I'm not paying you. You come out. You're my caddy. For the rest of the summer. Otherwise, it turn you in. And that's how my dad fell in love with golf and learned how to golf and stopped stealing golf balls. Uh, you know, I could have been a ward of the state had he been in prison 
uh, you know, could have been a very dark story. And as it turns out, <laughs> kind it of, just ends in ashes. Yeah, actually ends pretty darkly. Uh, still, yeah. <laughs> it's still a dark ending to that story. Well, it's that kind of a story that you would get if you went to the art show tomorrow, because uh, all of them have stories. All of this, all of the paintings have stories. There's some pretty and, dark uh, stories in the art world overall, too. I mean, this Hunter Biden thing, as much as it seems like it's just this evil partisan attack to the media, the art world has a lot of this stuff going on. I mean, I, I doubt Stu, that people Stu, have... Stu, mm-hmm. do you know how many people are like really good artists i mean who have gone to school have trained have sweated their entire life right and they are far better than i am mm-hmm. that hate my guts right now <laughs> okay they hate me because the entire art world is a racket now if this offends anybody in the art world that might carry my art i don't mean you right um but it's a racket. I mean, because the prices are arbitrary. I was talking to a guy in New York who is one of the most famous painters alive today. Okay, he is he is very well known, and he's he's amazing. Um, and I had an opportunity to talk to him, and he said, "You know, I'm getting to the I'm getting to the age where I don't care what they do to me anymore." And I'm like, what do you mean? And uh, he said, this whole thing is a sham. He said, I'm involved with, you know, I don't want to wait and name names, but the big art galleries in the New York City area. And he said, it's a it's a money laundering system. He said, it is a money laundering system. Drugs, guns, whatever needs to be laundered. That's what's happening. You ever wonder, Glenn, why somebody who's painting, you know, a painting and it's blue and it sells for 500 grand, why, you know, Pantone number 23 is uh, selling for that much? And I'm like, yeah, I actually have wondered that. And he's like, I'm not saying all cases, but he said a lot of times money laundering is going on. And that is exactly what Hunter Biden figured out. This is a legal way that no one can say that's not worth that. Did you see his uh, story out in the news uh, today where he said, oh, you know what? I tell anybody who says my art isn't worth that to F off. Well, that was very mm. that's well spoken. You've turned me around. Yeah. Did he throw um, the N word in this time or no? Did he just uh, skip it? No, not this okay. time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he probably wasn't on crack yesterday. He was just on crack on videotape. I think that was Monday. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's calmed down a little. Um, but he said, you know, in this in this um, response, nobody can tell you what anything is worth. It's worth whatever people will pay for it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mr. Free Market over uh-huh. here. Yeah, Mr. Free Market. Um, you've just figured out a way to launder money. They're, they are marketing him in China, not in America. In China. Why? Why in China? Where... He's not a celebrity. Maybe he is. <laughs> He's so well known over there that he actually is a celebrity in China. Yeah. 
It's uh, a racket. But it's for a lo- for bad reasons, uh, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I, look, I, I actually agree with him uh, in that, you know, it is worth what people want to pay for. I mean, there, there's oh, nothing it is. wrong with that. It's just no. no one wants to pay that much money for Hunter Biden's art. There's nobody who believes he's a, a really talented artist. There's no one on, the, or on earth, including Hunter Biden, who believes he's a talented artist. It's all about whether people are going to uh, try to funnel money through him or, uh, you know, to at the very the best case scenario here is the person who's trying to uh, memorialize some news story, essentially, like someone who's buying it for the weirdness of it and the fact that there might have some historical value. I would buy his art. For a thousand dollars, I'd buy one piece for a thousand dollars just to put it into the museum archives. So someday, 40 years down the road, you could point to corruption and say, and this is the art that he was selling. Mm-hmm. I, I would I would spend that. And, you know, me, I've bought a lot of I've, I've bought a lot of crazy stuff for a lot of money for our archives. Mm-hmm. That's all that's worth. That's a minor footnote in american history um that you would need to hold up and say this is the example uh you know whoever's buying it for five hundred thousand dollars uh you better check yourself before you wreck yourself as my dear grandmother used to say to me i don't think that ever occurred i'm pretty sure it did let me take a quick break sarah who's our sponsor this half hour I love American financing. American financing can uh, really change your life. You can save a buttload of money every single month. And depending on the size of your butt, that could be, I mean, how much? In ones, in ones, maybe fives. I've met some people that, okay, anyway, uh, that could be a lot of money, maybe $1,000 a month. All you have to do is refi your mortgage and you don't have to uh, you don't have to reset your mortgage and it's not a hassle. They close at your house. I mean, how great is that? They come over and you're like, they just sign these. Di- OK, and you sign them and you're done. It's really not like it used to be. Um, and there are some real incentives now for doing it. The federal government just backed off on one of their stupid fees. So that'll save you $500 for every $100,000 that you buy. So if you have a mortgage and you're paying 4% uh, in a mortgage interest rate, you're way overpaying. Stop paying that much. If you have high interest credit cards, Get that monkey off your back. You'll never pay them off at a high interest rate. And that interest rate, believe me, will go much higher probably very soon. So please pay off your debts. uh, Get your financial house in order. And the people that can help you are uh, AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. The number is uh, 800-906-2440. Call them. They're waiting for your call now. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. I want to thank you so much for uh, listening this week and today. And if you happen to be in uh, the area that I am in, which is Utah today, um, please come out and help us um, rise up. 
for our children. You can find out all the information at ourrescue.org. I'll be in St. George here in just about an hour or so. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to be in Salt Lake City tonight. Tomorrow I'll be in Park City for the art show, um, uh, my first art show. And I'd, I'd love to say hello and and, uh, and show you what I've been working on for the last year in my spare time. Uh, and you can find out all the information on that at Park City Fine Art. Otherwise, I will be back here on uh, Monday, back with uh, Stu and all the news you need to know. We are working on some things that uh, you really need to know about. We'll tell you the starting, the beginnings of those on Monday. 